Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, December 10th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part two of the two part AMA hosted by Oxiers and Friends, Lunk and Dub Luna Answers, and a special guided meditation with Coach Bruce. Let's take a listen. What a space, OX ears. Hey, this is a team sport. Don't you pin this on me. I've shared a new uh, script. Does anyone care to add to the script? As the sun sets, as the sun sets, the people's town, the townspeople get ready their heads for bed to sleep the night, a peaceful night. Hey, Connie, are you there? Mm. Close your eyes. So do a little guided meditation today. So everyone close their eyes and take a few deep breaths. Breathe in slowly through your nose and out through your mouth, allowing yourself to relax deeper with each breath. Feel the heaviness of your legs on the chair, or maybe lie down if you find that more comfortable. Now, imagine that you are walking down a hallway and the walls around you are lined with warm wooden panels and soft candles flickering along the sides. You come to the end of the hallway, where a large wooden door stands before you. You reach out and turn the metal handle, pushing it open to reveal Lord Do Kwon within. He stands proud and tall, 30 feet tall, in front of you, his gaze connecting with yours with such an intensity that it takes your breath away. You gulp. As you step inside the room, it seems to grow larger than it was before. As the walls expand outwards, you look up at Lord Do Kwon, his strong frame illuminated by the light of the candles beneath him, feeling both intimidated and mesmerized by his presence. He steps forward and speaks softly. Come closer, my child. It's almost like time has stopped as he holds your gaze and beckons you to move closer. You feel yourself drawn towards him magnetically like a moth to a flame, wanting nothing more than to kiss his perfect Korean lips. As he reaches out for your hand, electricity sparks between your fingertips and slowly begins radiating throughout your body until it feels like something else is controlling every action that follows. You can no longer resist. You move in for a passionate embrace as Lord Do Kwon pulls you closer to him. His powerful Busan arms wrap around you 
as he kisses you on the lips, sending chills down your spine. Every touch is electric, setting fire to every single nerve end in your body until all rational thought fades away, leaving only pure desire in its wake. The sensation of being held so tightly melts away all fear and all worry of what might happen when this moment ends. Only joy remains as time stands still, while Lord Doquan fills you with love and longing. Your heart aches with pleasure at being so close to such an alpha male who has put so much dedication into creating something as remarkable as the lunar blockchain that proves not only his own intelligence, but also ambition for something greater than himself. After some time passes, reality creeps back in slowly as Lord Doquan steps back from your embrace, lightly kissing you one last time on the forehead before letting go of you completely, feeling completely fulfilled and yet empty at the same time, returning back to your beta male husband, knowing one thing for sure, the blockchain is not just about money anymore. The end. Is there was a bit of improvisation there, but he it genuinely ended. The blockchain's not about money anymore. <laughs> Crazy, that's nuts. I I liked his big Busan arms as well. That was good. Oh, that was all me. But yeah, like some of it's really good. I keep trying to prompt it to add more graphic details. I say to this fictional literotica. Mm. And then it just kind of freezes halfway. Like it knows it's going to get into something, some deep shit. So it's like, oh, I should stop. Yeah, it sucks. Um, I, want, I want to hear some more commentary from, um, um, you know, um, you know I, I want to hear some more commentary on um, more narratives, what have you, um, from the crowd. The, um, the annoying thing about this last one is that I, I put a load of details I wanted including, like your husband is a current Lunk investor, your husband hates Lord Do Kwan, your husband thinks that Lord Do Kwan abandoned the chain. I put a load of stuff in there. I wanted it to be more of like a tension, like your husband really loves you, but Lord Do Kwan still steals you. Do Kwan. One of the nice details is I asked it to add a scene where he takes you to a nightclub. So in my story, um, he picks you up, carries you around, shows you the city. Then he makes love to you. Then he takes you to a nightclub. He sets you down and dances with you. <laughs> like He's 30 feet tall. He's taking you to a nightclub. He puts you down from his hands out onto the dance floor and does a weird little dance with you. And um, I think that that's, that's beautiful. That's exactly what kind of story I want. He has to rock, but he has to rock pull you at some point. That has to be part of the story. Like as you go for, as you go to hug Doquan, right? He instantly pulls away, causing you to be confused and asking yourself, where, where did he go? Where did he go? (laughs) I've I've written this one. So, um, uh, write the events that led to you breaking up with your husband and hooking up with Lord Doquan instead. And it's like a an autobiographical novel. 
um, the tension between my husband and I had been growing ever since he became an investor in the Lung blockchain. My husband used to be a successful businessman, but he had no romanticism or aura of adventure that Lord Do Kwan had. I began to feel unappreciated and ignored by my husband, while at the same time becoming more and more fascinated with Lord Do Kwan's charisma. Though outwardly, it seemed like nothing was wrong. Inwardly, I was becoming more and more unhappy with my relationship. When Lord Do Kwan abandoned the Lung blockchain for his own project, the new Lunar blockchain, my admiration grew for him even further. This new technology could change lives. He also exuded a masculine power that few men have standing at an impressive 30 feet tall. His presence alone <laughs> commanded respect. His alpha male stature made me feel weak at the knees, and I found myself dreaming more about him, even when in bed with my husband. My husband noticed the distance between us and tried to rekindle our flame, but it was too late. The spark was forever gone from our marriage, and I had all but given up on it. Then one day, my husband received an invitation to a party hosted by Lord Do Kwon himself. Seeing as we were his two most prominent investors, this was an incredible opportunity. I arrived at the party, feeling anxious yet excited. After all, it wasn't every day you get to meet such a tall and powerful figure. Most of the night went by relatively normally. We talked business, exchanged pleasantries, we laughed at jokes, but there was an undeniable chemistry between Lord Do Kwon and I that couldn't be ignored. At one point, we were left alone while everyone else went outside to enjoy a fireworks display. And in those moments of solitude, something snapped within me. Here was someone who truly understood me and saw me for all I really am. We shared a passionate kiss that night that changed everything. Suddenly, everything became clear to me why my marriage wasn't working anymore. It wasn't meant to be. Instead, love was blossoming between me and Lord Do Kwon. My husband put up quite a fight when he found out about what had happened between us. However, he eventually accepted it as inevitable when he saw how strong my feelings were for Lord Do Kwon. In the end, we both walked away from each other, knowing that our love just wasn't enough anymore. That's how I ended up breaking up with my husband and beginning a life with Lord Do Kwon instead. I reckon if the algorithms were unfiltered, Lord Do Kwon would smash the husband into the ground with his massive fists or something like that. Like there's no way it wouldn't optimize for something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm coming up against a few filters and things now and trying to add more detail and things like that. It, it's sort of like I got to the point where I said, now start a new thread and write a lit erotica based on Fifty Shades of Grey, except the main characters of Will Chen and Do Kwan. And it's done it. It's done a pretty good job of it. Um, but it skips through too much. And I'm trying to make it add more detail, but it's not, it's not computing. Okay, I have a question for everyone. But first, you need to picture yourself. Um, picture yourself wearing black pants and a gray shirt, and you have to make a choice. So as you're picturing yourself wearing black pants and a gray shirt, you have to choose either a dark blue jacket or a pink jacket to match. What would you choose? So just imagine yourself, you're getting ready to go out. Black pants, gray shirt. Which jacket are you choosing? The pink one or the blue one to match? Does anyone have an answer? I was just 
half listening and half reading my literotica about Do Kwon and Will Chen. Uh, it was something about black trousers. What would, could you repeat the question? Yes. Yeah, so you're wearing your, okay, say you're getting ready to go out. You're wearing black pants and a gray shirt and you choose a jacket. Are you going to choose the jacket that's pink or the jacket that's dark blue to match? What would you choose to match? Um, um, where are we going? Uh, you're going out <laughs> for a friend's birthday party. Okay. Birthday party. Um, I would take the shirt off and put on the pink blazer. Can I read something out? Yeah, sure. So I've I've instructed it to write the way that Lord Do Kwon eats your husband. And uh, it's not a long description. So it says, Lord Do Kwon devours your husband with a ferocity that has never been seen before. His immense strength enables him to break through any obstacles, <laughs> including time and space. His huge hands can easily tear through flesh and sinew with little effort, and his razor-sharp teeth allow him to cut through bone like it was butter. He systematically feeds on your husband's limbs, <laughs> systematically, ripping them off one by one with clinical precision and no hesitation. He leaves behind nothing but a pile of broken bones that used to be your husband. Not even a single drop of blood is spilled in the process. The monstrous, <laughs> the monstrous lord, the monstrous lord, then moves on to the torso, gulping down organs without so much as a second thought before finally finishing off the neck, head and face in one final gulp. It all happens in an instant, leaving only a trace of what was once your husband in the wake of Lord Do Kwon's rampage. Sounds hot. And was the prompt just to explain, was literally just described Do Kwon consuming uh... my husband? Well, let me just send it to you. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, they really embellished. Really embellished on that. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh... Yeah, inspired by yours, I said, you described Oakwan smashing Sam Bankman freed with his giant fists. Um, I got, Oakwan is a towering figure standing 30 feet tall. His muscular and powerful body is like that of a god with massive arms and chest. His skin is a deep blue like the depths of the ocean. His eyes burn with a fierce and intense light. Oakwan holds Sam Bankman freed in his giant fist and he, rises, he raises them him high above his head. Sam struggles and kicks, but he's no match for Do Kwon's strength. With a, with a mighty cry, Do Kwon brings his fist crashing down, <laughs> smashing Sam into the ground. The impact is devastating. The ground around them trembles and cracks. Do Kwon looks down at Sam and his eyes blaze with anger and power. He is the embodiment of destruction, a force of nature that cannot be stopped. As Do Kwon prepares to strike again, the very fabric of reality seems to shake and tremble. All who witness the power know that they are in the presence of a true god. That was beautiful. That was, that was incredible. 
something else. What uh, what AI writer are you using? Yeah, Lord Doquan devoured the unsuspecting Chugaboom with insurmountable ferocity. His immense thirty feet stature allowed him to easily wrap his ra- hands around this hapless man, who was no match for this alpha male's brute strength. With a single bite, Lord Doquan ripped through Chugaboom's flesh and bone, consuming him in one gulp. The fluids of Chugaboom's body mixed with the saliva of Lord Doquan's mouth as he swallowed the man whole, an act that would have been unfathomable had it not been for his extraordinary size and power, 30 feet tall. Lord Doquan had worked hard to acquire such strength, spending five hours per day. <laughs> this is no good. I put I put Chugaboom spent five hours in the gym every day, but it's it's put it onto Lord Doquan. Lord Doquan had worked hard to acquire such strength and power, spending five days five hours a day in the gym, honing his, his physique. But today was different. There was something special about having Chugaboom in his grasp, something primal and instinctive that made him feel like a king among men. As he consumed his adversary, he relished every single second of it as shards of armor-like skin, dense muscle tissue, and delicate organs p- passed through his throat into his stomach, I guess also calloused hands from the climbing. Finally, after moments that felt like an eternity, Lord Doquan had finished eating Chugaboom. No trace of him remained, except for a faint taste of chalk on Doquan's tongue and a satisfied feeling in his belly. He had conquered an enemy with little effort, reaping the spoils of victory by satisfying the hunger within him. The beast within Lord Doquan had been sated. Until next time. You know what? I feel like that complimented me quite well, so I'm I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, fuck it. Doquan, you can have me. Doquan steps up to the bowling lane, his massive frame towering over the other players. <laughs> he holds a bowling ball in his giant hand and he studies the pins at the end of the lane. Across from him, a man named Chugs stands at the other end of the lane. He is nervous and unsure of himself and he fiddles with his bowling ball nervously. Do Kwon takes a few steps back, and then he charges forward, launching the bowling ball down the lane with incredible force. The ball slams into the pins, and they scatter in all directions. Chugs watches in amazement as Do Kwon's ball takes out every single pin, leaving nothing but debris in its wake. Do Kwon turns to Chugs with a triumphant grin, and Chugs can only stare in awe at the incredible power that Do Kwon has displayed. There is no doubt that Do Kwon is the undisputed champion of bowling. Did you guys just come in here to basically say that Do Kwon is my superior in every fucking sense of the way? Because <laughs> you just ripped apart my physique and now my bowling skills. Like, what, what else are we going to cover today? You're going to be fucking horrified if you know the truth about this, um, Chugs. Do you know how much Do Kwon benches, authentically? Like, is it, are we being serious? Are you setting up a narrative? I think right. that's is, 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 is Chugs trolling or what? No, I, I think uh, I think he's just um, unaware of Doquan's one rep max. No, how much? Um, look at look at pictures of Doquan. How much do you think that guy benches? Because I uh, can, can you tell me how much he weighs? Yeah, I think he weighs somewhere in the region of like ninety kilos. Okay, so if he weighs 90 kilos, I'd imagine his one rep max, if he's physically fit and he's not just like a bunch of, you know, 
large. No, just uh, look, look at him, like based on looking at him. Ah, uh, do you know what? He's quite. He looks quite short as well. So I, I think because he's well, he's ninety kg. He's short, so he's got less of a uh, you know he's got less movement that he needs to do to do it. I'd well, say no, no, he's not short. He's thirty feet fucking tall, and in real life, he's like six feet. See, you need to tell me if we're going with the narrative or if we're going with the real stuff, coach, because that like I'm trying to work it out. I'm trying to deduce what I think his one rep max would be in real life, not through your goddamn AI generator that turns him into some sort of like alpha Greek in, god. In real, in real life, he's about six feet tall and about uh, six feet tall. Nine, really? 90 kilos? That's it? Fucking hell. He looks, he looks like he'd be bigger from well, his latest thing. But, pretty man. Like over 14 stone, man. Like, I mean, it's still like not too bad if he's like you know all things considered. Uh, hundred and fifteen is best for a barbell. Oh no, bullshit! No, um, I, have it, I have it on record from one of his training partners that he's done a couple reps on on one forty. So probably, no. probably seriously, probably one fifty range for Max ever. Jesus, hats off to the dude, man. Like he's beating me by uh, thirty k, well, twenty kg. That's nice. what I'm saying, Chugs. You've got nothing on this fucking man. He's well, you say I've got nothing on it. If you want to do, if you want to do weight to strength ratio, Bruce, you have nothing on this man. He's better than you in every way. Definitely not, mate. Definitely not. Like you know, I could, eat, I could eat a burrito better than him. Oh, I know, I know, I can. I know, I can. Like you can't even say anything. You are nothing. You are nothing but a plate of pudding. He deserves to eat. Coach, coach, like you don't understand. I'm, I've been on a chicken and fucking rice diet. I will eat a burrito better than him, just out of sheer pleasure. So don't even give me this shit. He will lose an eating competition with me on this one. Yeah, go, right. go the blockchain, man. I, I, you know what? Set it up, coach. You seem to have him on text. Set it up. I will, I will, I will take him to a buffet and lose has to pay for the buffet. Like you know, I don't even care what sort of buffet. I will eat and eat and eat and eat as a Christmas gift. Mm. Oh. Okay, everyone. Uh, thanks for having me. This was all very. The stuff about uh, what God, I forgot his name already. It was all very um, introspective, a very introspective meditation. Uh, Lord Dequan, whatever his name is, Lord Dequan. Okay, um, thanks. It was very introspective. I really thought I learned a new um, version of my higher self today, um, but I got to get going. Thanks for having me. Adios. Uh, that's not how we run things around here. You have to ask to go, and then we do a vote. <laughs> she just fucked off, bro. She, she stole from the community pool. She abandoned lunch. Also, can you stop tagging me and like giving the W Luna guys ammo against me, please? Because like I, I was at the gym and all I saw was my phone like draining in battery from notifications constantly. You abandoned like, you got w Luna. I, I didn't abandon shit. Like that's no, it's not how it works. Chuck, do you hate lunch? Is that what you're insinuating here? You I hate... Do you know what? I'm going to be realistic with you. Uh, you can record this and say this, and like, I know Bruce is going to do it. I hate when the Lunk community acts like fucking idiots, and that's what I hate, Like, if I'm, if I'm completely honest. like th Lately, they've just been pissing me off to a point where I almost sold out and put everything in Luna, because these people, are, some of these people are just fucking... They're not even nuts. They're just ignorant, and that's what makes it worse. Mm-hmm. That's where we got to, Chugs, as well. Except it took us one second to realize this, and it took you, you six know, I, months. I, I did that in uh, May, May 28th when I started talking about Luna. 
you know the significance of May 28th, Chugs, when Luna was created? As in like May 20, do you mean Lunk or do you mean Luna? Luna, the new Luna chain was created May 28th. I'm oh, going to run to the shop now. So. You enjoy, buddy. He might have to reconnect is because otherwise my signal is going to change networks. All right. Take care. Look after yourself. Oh, no, I'm fine. Chugs. I'm already on my internet. I can carry on. Oh, good. But Chugs. If I don't speak, though, it's because I'm in the uh, thingy. No worries. I don't know where you're going, but that's fine. I I'm don't going need to, to know. The, I'm going to the supermarket, and I've got my headphones now, so I can hear. Great. Where are you going? What, what are you going to buy? Well, I was hoping you would help, Chugs. Uh, right. What, what, what's on the agenda? What, what, what's going on? Well, two, two goals here. I've injured my hand, so I need to recover my hand using as much protein as possible. Uh, you my, need carbs as well, so just remember that. It's a balance of protein and carbs you need. My, my anterior deltoids are somewhat sore, so I need to recover them as well as possible to beat Xerox uh, Lears in our competition. Yes, and I'm also, aware of your competition. <laughs> and I also want to, to have something tasty that I haven't had in a long time. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to fix So, you, you want carbs, protein. Uh, you want to go to the supplement section and pick up zinc and magnesium tablets, or just magnesium, depending on what they've got, because magnesium is pretty good for joints. And obviously, around the whole shoulder, you've got a bunch of joints. So, definitely get some of them. Um, just trying to think. Uh, maybe you want some more creatine as well for when you next time go back to the gym because obviously creatine is pretty good for obviously adding water weight and water retention to your muscles so you take a lot less damage helps you obviously with pushing as well uh, so that'd be a steak a big ass steak would have a lot of creatine. Um, uh, i'm nasty i'm not taking creatine no I'm talking i'm talking in food a steak steak's quite high in creatine red meat it doesn't matter where you get it really doesn't matter like um arguing whether you're going to get creatine it's like arguing whether you're going to get steroids from like Bolivia or Ukraine or whatever. It's still fucking steroids. So you're saying you don't like steak and you don't eat steak because it's got creatine in it, like many natural things. Creatine's not natty, man. Yeah, I'm not going to help you if you're going to chat shit. I don't want you to help. I don't I want you to I won't help him anymore. How'd the French react, uh, OX? Oh. Um. <laughs> what you watching the match, right? Yeah. What happened yeah. with that second penalty? Because it popped up on my phone, but obviously I couldn't uh, watch it in the gym. They got shit wiped off. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Who took it? <sighs> Harry Kane. Look, I um, I'm gonna have you to go out. Depressed. You do sound legitimately depressed tonight, is. You think so? Yeah, like uh, I didn't realize how much of your identity was in football. No, it's not that. It's not that. It's because I realized something. I realized that even though, like, you know, you have these vows, right? When you get married to someone, even though you say those vows, what they actually mean is. All the, all the things they said, except for when the football's on. And when the football's on, it all goes out the window. 
And actually, the World Cup's more important to your wife than anything else. That's what's depressed me. Chugs, I want you to give coach bad advice, not good advice. Well, I'm already injured. I don't know how much fucking worse it can be. I can't even move my fucking left hand, Chugs. What, did, you, did you drop a fucking weight on your hand or something? Like, how did you no, damage no. your hand doing military shoulder press? It's, it's I, well, I think it was, already, it was already fucked somehow. Okay. And then, uh, and then it wasn't a particularly heavy weight. I did like 50, 57 and a half kilograms. And I must have done something somehow, like the placement of the bar on my palm or something. It's like it's inflamed a, a nerve or something. My whole hand, I woke up, my whole hand frozen. I couldn't move it at all. So, is your gym got like air conditioning or anything like that? Like, is, what, what's going on? It's just a like, regular gym. I don't. I think it's just getting old, Chugs. These things happen. You're thirty. You know? you're, you're you're not old. You're thirty-two or something these, like that. Like these, but... these things happen, Chugs. Getting old. No, 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 not accepting it. That's not how it works. Uh, pick up some cod liver oil as well. Like you know, should be all right. Eat some fish. You know, you know what? Actually. This will be a good meal for you, a good recovery meal. Make yourself an Eggs Royale. Alright, he's gone quiet. He's probably walked into Tesco's or wherever. Oh, I'm just like grabbing stuff on the shelf. Yeah, make yourself an Eggs Royale. Salmon, egg, you know, bit of chive, uh, you know, some hollandaise sauce, English muffins, good to go. Uh Uh-oh. Coach, if you're injured, why don't you just go see a doctor? <laughs> He's clearly never heard of the NHS <laughs> and how long those waiting times are. Are UK waiting times really bad in the hospital, I'm assuming? OX is funny with these sort of things. So I'm zero X, sorry, because I get told off last time. So uh, yeah, zero X, I'd like you to. Give an analogy, a really fun analogy for the NHS and why we don't like to use it in the UK. Um, uh, I don't know, I guess. I don't know. I don't have any fun analogies. My my marriage is broken down and I'm just here drinking beers and uh, creating chat GPT uh, guided meditations about Do Kwan being 30 feet tall. And um, paral- being paralyzed and being made love to by Dev- Dogwon. So this is not the highlight of my life. I don't think I can find a funny analogy about the NHS. I guess it's just like an endless queue, really. I- I've got one story. So uh, it was actually about a year ago, just over a year ago. And I was working pretty late because I had some deadlines and shit. And... Uh, this is when I was wage slaving, and uh, for some reason or another, the dog bit uh, my wife on the face. And this is true, and uh, like not a big bite, just like a little one, but it was on the chin. And it wasn't, it was just a little bit too deep and too wide to like heal naturally. I was like, fuck, we've got to go to A&E and get this sewn up. So I got the car, it was about midnight, and I took her over, and they were like, right. Thanks very much. Um, you're gonna have to leave now, and she's gonna queue, and she's gonna wait to see someone. And I said, "How long will that be?" She said, "Probably about four or five hours." So, so I said, "All right." So I dropped her off. I went home. I kept working, 
And then I, I went back to the hospital at about four in the morning, maybe no, 4.30, pretty fucking tired. And um, I drove. She uh, she didn't need stitches after all. She just had a little thing, like a little glue thing. So I was like, okay, great. And as I was leaving the car park, I was so tired. I reversed my car through the parking uh, barrier and I took it out. I took it out clean. And uh, I got out of my car. I was like, fuck, what do I do now? And the bloke comes over and I'm going, oh, Jesus. I say, all right, mate. Oh, yeah, I'll give you my details. He says, no, it's all right. It happens all the time. And he let me go. I think that's the perfect analogy for the NHS. Endless queuing. You kind of got what you needed. You didn't pay any money. Something went wrong and a bloke just went, yeah, whatever. That, that kind of sums it up. That doesn't sound bad at all. That sounds amazing. It reminds me of the healthcare system here in Canada. You know, you just wait in queue forever. It takes hours to get stuff done and it doesn't cost a dime. So great. I'll, I'll tell you a story. And this is literally what I would prefer to do instead of going to the NHS. So a couple of years ago, I was doing some DIY. I was making some like garden furniture. Like I wanted to make like a planter or something like that. I can't remember. I was just going through a phase and like I had spare decking that I just was like, you know, let's do it. Why not? And I did it. I made a really decent. It was, it was really, really good, actually. I just I, I used the wrong nails, so the nails started to rust. That was the only problem with it. And uh, I have a circular saw. So it was all stationary and everything like that. I, I, I locked it up. I left it plugged in like an idiot. Picked it up. And it slipped out my hand. Where I went to grab it, I've accidentally grabbed the activation handle. And it sliced three of my fingers. And I mean, it deep, 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 deep deep cuts and uh rather than going to the nhs i sat there i cleaned them out i was like am i gonna lose my fingers i put a super glue on them and i i, I would prefer to risk my fingers and use super glue to like close the tissue wound and hope hope it healed naturally then go to the nhs and use our healthcare system because it is just that bad and it was during covid as well so it would have been that much worse i'd have probably been there for about 10 hours straight just waiting to be seen so i yeah i risked losing my fingers because I just don't want to go to NHS that much. And I know people have had much worse. Do you still have those fingers? Are they still attached? Yeah, I mean, if I see your downloads, I'll show you the scar. I've got a scar. You can actually see where the circular saw like, did. Like, it's, it's like it, each finger is scarred with a, a big line going through it because it's just, you know, that's what happens when a blade goes through your fingers. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I've I've never been in shock before, and I went into full shock mode and just like, I'm I responded in like a really weird way, like you know how like if you go into shock, you either go like into like the fight or flight mode where you're you're frozen and you don't know how to react. Straight away went to get tissue, washed it out, and I I I don't even remember doing it. I just remember seeing loads of like bloody tissue on the side. I was like, okay, I must have cleaned my wound out. Like it was it's really weird. <laughs> just yeah. Hmm. I've never been into shock. Maybe it's because I'm made of sterner stuff. Uh, Lunatics 78 Netherlands. Would you like to say something? Yeah, of course. I, I just want to say hello, guys. Hello, Coach Bruce. How you doing? And I want to say, Sugar, please put a shirt on. Please. You're taking all the girls away from us no i'd like to refer you to my pinned tweet uh and anyone that says that you gotta go check my pinned tweet out uh if you can refer to my pinned tweet uh there's an answer there in relation to this and uh, i'm sure you'll enjoy it see this is this is real uh defi it's automating responses 
Chugs has spent a lot of time and effort in, in achieving the physique he has, and we're proud of him for posting this and for being open about his achievements, and we celebrate these achievements here. This is a space where we lift each other up and we're supportive. I'm supportive, fam. It's okay. It's un, uh, it's nice, but he's taking all the girls away from the other guys, man. In the nicest possible way. I'm getting no bitches at the minute, so don't even. I don't want to hear anything like that. Like, yeah, no. yeah Chugs, Chugs doesn't doesn't attract women. Um, that's not the desired effect of the photo. I don't know what the desired effect of the photo is, but all I can say is I respect his ability to share it. I respect his right to, to, to post it, um, but never assume that just because a man has washboard abs that he attracts women. I think you can only assume that if his deltoids are large enough. If his deltoids are large enough, he will attract the women. And this is what we keep telling him. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, but I grow my delts, like my rear delts especially now, thanks to you uh, and a mate at the gym. But, uh, oh, I forgot to tell you as well, Rex, my bottom two are starting to come through. Not the sixth, the seventh and the eighth. Do you know how hard I've been working for those fucking things? I am so excited for when they start forming, like, the rest of it. Like That's usually only if you have either an eating disorder or if you have uh, access to drugs. And no. if you have neither of those things, then hats off. I can tell you why it's doing it. Ankle weights with uh, dead hangs and uh, do leg raises for a minute straight. On the way back from the leg raises, stretch your stomach out. And the ankle weights basically put, pull everything back and it creates an additional force. It's the same with reverse crunches on a bench. Uh, I'm sorry for taking this space up into the gym talk, but yeah, no, honestly, having the external ankle weights makes a huge goddamn difference when you're trying to grow those. Yeah, and I wow. have another question. Sorry that on the break, you guys. Uh, coach, uh, your plan of uh, making a kind of Terra station is gonna go through or is not gonna happen? Well, the work's done. I can speak on, on behalf of Lunkdale. The work is done, but we need to uh, receive the $149,000 from the community pool to release that uh, the new Terra station in Lunkdale Orange. Okay. Okay. Nice. $149,000 is the price because we saw a competing station for $150,000 and we thought we'd make it more competitive. <laughs> and, oh, God, you guys are going to cause so much chaos in this boat. Like, if you, you, do, you do realize if Terror Rebels leaves, we're fucked, right? Like, with this chaos, that, that's it. Uh, not really. That's not true. <laughs> If they leave, if they leave, we join Duke One. Come on, let's join Duke One. Well, anyone smart should have joined Duke One like seven months ago as well. Uh, but but Terror Rebels, I think, is uh, it no longer makes sense as a word. Like Chugs, do you even know who is in Terror Rebels? Because I'll tell you what, Ed Kim and a lot of people left a long time ago. I mean, Ed only left three, four weeks ago when the governance proposal said that's when he said he'd step back. No, um, in his heart, he left like three months ago. Oh, oh, come on, stop with the politics, not the politics, the philosophy of it. He he did not leave in his heart, because otherwise 
he wouldn't still be doing posts going, I support them and like what they're doing is great and what the hats off to them. If he'd left them, he wouldn't be saying anything and you know it. Like this I, I love you, coach, but spreading disinformation for the sake of chaos, not this time. I'm not I'm not gonna just not it's gonna really, really hard. It's really, really hard to annoy Edward You have to really piss him off for him to leave something officially. Or he decided to take on a different leadership role on the grants program because he knew fully well the community just isn't going to go for anything else if he's not doing it just himself. He kind of just like put himself in a leadership role, which is brilliant. And like he deserves it. He's really, really intelligent. But I, I don't think he hates Terror Rebels otherwise. Like I said, he did a long ass chain on this, uh, on prop, what was it, 11060? I think it's, that, that, that could be wrong on the number. Sorry, I'm tired. But yeah, he even said what TFL is doing is needed or like additional things are needed. Even Jared said it's needed. And, you know, you're a big fan of TFL. I mean, to be fair, I am as well now. Like Jared's got attitude. I quite liked it. But uh, if these guys are saying it's needed, why, why, why are you saying the opposite of what Kim said? I'm just saying, man. Ed Kim is who we need, not Terror Rebels. Ed Kim alone is more powerful than all of them put together. Quick <laughs> zero X, can you can you get a uh, chat, uh, not a chat, an AI uh, transcript of Ed Kim's gloriousness or a battle between Ed Ed Kim and uh, Donald Trump? Well, l- l- listen oh. here, is what do you think? Who is more powerful, Ed Kim alone, or like Clan Mudhorn and Rex and Vegas put together? Um, it's kind of like asking who's the strongest duck at the local pond, you know? It's like I, I think Ed Kim is probably the strongest duck. He's more like a goose. I think Ed Kim's a goose. He's not a fucking duck, man. He's he's a fucking like he's an albatross. All right, he's an albatross. He's a really big bird. The others are ducks. Um, they're useless. They flap about. They chase bread. Do Kwan is like um, a fucking robotic alligator with his AI velociraptor. Brain. Fucking velociraptor in the in the velociraptor. Age, he's been fucking spawned in some lab, some lab in Korea, and he fucking eats everything. Do Kwan is the fucking dinosaur in the Transformers movie, man. Fucking robot, right. robot dinosaurus. That's it. That's exactly that's exactly right. Doquan is that he is that guy who's gonna make like of the terror rebels, can any of them say they've even started a fucking successful business? I don't even know. I have no clue. Who are these people? What are their credentials? It doesn't matter because they've done fuck all in six months. Like, what's the vision? I don't know. Is it there's a website? I said, Oh look, there's a website. And they went, Oh, that's not our website. Oh yes it is. Oh, is it? You know, oh okay, what's your roadmap? Well it's like shut up. Oh fucking hell. What a bunch of idiots. I, that's when I clocked out immediately. I spent one week thinking Lunk might be successful, maybe, if something magic happened. And then I decided, I've decided now it's a waste of time. That's why two things need to happen. One, I need Ed Kim on side so that he can help me migrate all the users away from Lunk. And the second thing is I need the Oracle pool to stop being spent on a useless activity, like validating this piece of shit blockchain. I need the Oracle pool to be spent on something useful. I need the money to be saved. Stop pissing it away on this useless activity. Use it for something important by clever people who have a vision and an idea. So that's my other thing. Those are the two things I need to have that need to happen. 
it's me or it's 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 Vegas like a shadow shadow of someone you know when when you walk on the street with a sunny day you have your shadow but Vegas for me it's like the shadow of Terra Rebels they move he move is he, I don't know it's like a shadow well coach is left because he was offended and he's back he's got over it um, I'm really bought from the shop now but I'm just going to go turn the heating on because I'm assuming you guys are going to keep me in for at least half an hour more so I'm going to warm the heating? house up heating? what kind of pussy are you? oh shut the fuck up Bruce Jesus Christ like his not low body fat fucking... percentage Chugs's low body fat percentage means that he needs to turn the heating on even with all the jumpers he owns on he's still <laughs> freezing cold you know one of the funniest things in the world it's like looking like Chugs alright he's got his abdominal muscles but that guy is fucking hopeless in any survival situation. Plane crashes into the ocean. He fucking sinks. He's, um, he's not going to last a fucking second. In the cold ocean, he's got no blubber, and he's going to sink because his body fat ratio is like really fucking low, and therefore his muscle is going to be heavier than water. He's going to fucking sink to the bottom of the ocean. He's going to be the first to be eaten, the first to sink, the first to die. In like every, every survival mean, situation you can possibly think of, Chugs dies first. I actually disagree because it means I've got a lower, you know, caloric maintenance, which means I can survive on a lot less food than you, most likely. So where you're sitting there tired and like alone, I'm going to be bashing your fucking skull in because that one piece of meat is like, help me in. And I'm going to eat you, coach. So I, I think in survival of the fittest, I would probably outrank you on this one. How does, how does that make any sense? Are you talking like your weight or something? I'm talking over the fact that because my like, I've got used to eating, say, like 1,200, 1,500 calories a day on my cuts, mm. and I can't operate on a lot less calories than you, you still require your full 3,000. Really if there's no food around, then I can subsist off my belly, and you have no belly. You're just dead. Just drink water, mate. That, that, that's me done, mate. And uh, like I said, well, if, if, you don't, if, yeah, if there's no food around, you're still going to get tired due to lack of nutrition. Quicker than I most likely nah, will. So I'll just nah, I, I just siphon up a rainwater. I make my little tarp roof of my little shelter. I siphon up some rainwater and then I fucking drink that down. Then I'm in ketosis mode, man. I can last. You know, they did studies of like how long fat people um, can survive if they only have water. And, Are you saying you're and, fat, Coach? And one of the fat people lasted like six fucking months before he felt too ill and that's to refeed him again. It can last a sure. fuckload of time. There's no food. Sure Bruce, there was a man who was actually morbidly obese and he didn't eat for, I believe it was an entire year. He would get IV vitamins and he just lived off of water and like IV vitamins and he didn't eat a fucking thing. That's Some, like, morbidly obese guy. Oh yeah, you can do it. Like your body is designed for this stuff. Body isn't really designed to eat every day. It, it can survive long periods without it. We're, we're naturally meant to go in and out of ketosis all the time. Yeah. Body fat stores. So Chug, Chugs, you're dead. Chug, uh, well, you fucked up. No, nah, the thing is, what what no one's what coach isn't saying is, when your body goes into ketosis, you spend the next two days in like a cold flu sort of situation, and that's where he's weakened, right? I won't be weakened by this, so I will just that, that's when I'll take him out and I'll eat him then, and then I've got all of his blubber to eat. It's all good. Take some solar panels down, store him in a fridge. I'm good to go. I can meditate pretty badly but i found a little trick that basically switches off something in my brain 
which means that I don't produce heat anymore. I go cold-blooded. And because I'm cold-blooded and I don't need that energy, I can eat about the same as a 20-pound dog in a year, about the same amount of food, and, and I can survive. I can subsist, subsist off of that food, mostly kibble. Great. Is it, is it true, Chugs, that classy crypto is your best friend? Are we doing this again? I don't know where that came from. Like, uh, just yeah, to be yeah, I, I don't know why people are saying that. I think he shilled he shilled a lot of shit to begin with, and then he he started actually shilling the truth and going back to some of the stuff he said. Again, ah, actually, that was wrong. I was wrong, and that's when I was like, all right, I'll give him a chance. But yeah, so the answer is no. Like, it's very neutral. I think it's a shame that classy crypto has had to do. Uh... Crow, what is what is this? Crypto.com, yeah, and like being paid. I mean, I get it. You know, a man's got to eat, a man's got to keep the lights on. But uh, yeah, it's just like uh, you know, the guy's got to keep keep some food on the table and the radiators on. He's got to make his money. But I mean, how much is one crow going for now? I don't know. I don't. It's a it's a shit coin. It's like FTT except worse. It's like why why would you own this coin? I don't understand. I, but the point the point is it's like now he's got to mix up all this Luna stuff and the Crow stuff. He's talking about XRP. Uh, I mean, come on. This is just this is just the worst. The worst it is it's betrayal. He's turned his back on the lung community. Exactly. That's what I was saying. He's turned his back on what he. Should yeah. be. Let, let's let's do it in an analogy here. Classy is to Lunk as Chugs is to W Luna. Fucking knew you were going to say that, you prick. Yeah, I knew it. I fucking. Oh, thanks for that, coach. Thanks. We should get the rap Luna community in here. I would like to find where they all congregate. I want to find their Discord or wherever they all like kind of live, their hive. And I want to post links to my space and challenge them all to join. Wait, I, I, I invited that Let's Grow guy like three fucking times. He won't come. He's like, I'm like, we, we, and I named the space the other day, W Luna Space. He's like, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. I'm like, come because it's your fault. He's like, what's my, what's my fault? <laughs> Let me find it. One sec. I've added W Luna to the space name. Um, they're just like nice crayon munches, man. Pure crayon munchers, but I need to find like they kind of pop up. They all must talk to each other in a Telegram room or something or a Discord. But the Raps Luna Discord, and they're all they all share like oh, I fucking know actually is. And they come and they like each other's posts and stuff. I want to find where it is, and um, I want to infiltrate and see what's going on. Find the Queen Bee, who is the leader, who's the ringleader of these morons. How do we get him onto a space and then wind him up? Wait, I found it. I think. Mm. Yeah, this guy at the top, there's a Discord link in his profile. Excellent. I'm going to head out. Take care, guys. Yeah, yeah, we get it. You hate us. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go soon, and that is because I hate you. So I just wanted you to know that. What did you even fucking buy from the shop, coach? Because I heard you, like, it sounds like you were scoffing down on a sausage egg, a sausage egg, a sausage roll. I got some meat and some cheese and some Belgian chocolates. Ooh, what was the meat? Um, some chicken breasts and 
some some steaks. That was it. Very nice. Uh, try, uh, where did you go? Tesco's or Sainsbury's? I think you always end up in Tesco's when we talk, so you might be... To Waitrose, yeah. You want Waitrose? Oh, fair enough. Get some venison next time, then. Uh, venison's always tasty. Like, you know, a light fry with a bit of butter. Oof. Good. Guys, do you like uh, sushi? I had sushi for dinner this evening. I always, I, one time I try it, but I don't like it. But today I try one with, uh, uh, how you call that? Uh, one with chicken, another one with, uh, with like, uh, um, salmon, shrimp, 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 shrimp. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome, man. First time. I like it. I mean, sushi is raw fish, so I don't think you can have chicken sushi. I mean, maybe. Yeah, but it was, it was not what was... Uh, do you have uh, now uh, sushi with uh, roasted chicken in it? Not only with the raw uh, meat, but of flesh. You can... Do you have roasted chicken in uh, wrapping sushi? To, to it depends where you go. Some places sushi's nice. Like the, the only place I've really, really enjoyed sushi is when I've gone to like a Japanese restaurant in Japan and they've like had a bit of wasabi with it as well. Like because wasabi is a very spicy but fresh spicy. So it kind of like really goes well with the salmon and tuna. It's it's it, it's yeah, that's the only time I've really, really enjoyed it. I'll eat it if it's there, but yeah, much prefer oh, it. Oh sugar, you mean the green pasta, the that is wasabi, the hot thing. Like a hot, uh, the, the paste, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, but you can bro, really get it. somebody really make it. a joke with me. He say I pay yeah. you fifty bucks if you eat this. I, I, I don't know what was. I put the whole thing in my mouth and say, okay, I'm gonna eat it, bro. I run to the restroom, man. My whole fucking month was burning, man. Uh. Yeah, I mean, you're not meant to have much. You're meant to like dab a bit of wasabi on the fish, and then that that that's it, buddy. Like no, nothing more, nothing less. Like you shouldn't be eating a spoonful of wasabi. What's wrong with you? I was feeling <laughs> I'm dying, man. Now, have you you've been to Japan, haven't you, Zero X? No, no. I would like to, but I have never been. I've yeah. never been to the country of Japan. Yeah, we should definitely, definitely go. Like, it's honestly, uh, we should have told Sefi to go as well. Like, it's, it's such a beautiful country. And like you being, well, your your real life job with obviously you're you're an are you an architect or you're a structural engineer? I always forget which one of those. It's my. I wish I can go. It's on my bucket list, man. I wish, but we need the Duke one takes over to make us rich. To then I can go to Japan, man vacation but we need duke one to do something <laughs> this is exactly what i've been saying as well i can't go to japan until duke one is reinstated as the leader of lunk until that happens i can't go i do i do have an opportunity to go actually um in the next couple of months but i probably won't it's just too long oh the flight you mean or just like, like yeah um like my work, I did used to do engineering, but I quit 
Okay. And I, uh, I am now a, a blockchain person and I do <laughs> blockchain things. But say you were still working uh, as an engineer, you would have that opportunity to go to Japan, right? No, only, only with the blockchain-y stuff, uh, like okay. petitioning game studios and shit. I mean, you should definitely go. If you take the um, Icelandic Finnair, uh, that, that airline's really, really, really good. Like, really, really, really good. And, uh, yeah, you, you should definitely go and spend a couple of weeks there because it's so cheap that you can literally eat out three times a day. Uh, you can buy loads of crap from 7-Eleven uh, just to, like, sustain you. And I think I must have spent in 15 days 80 quid. Uh, for two of us eating out every day like it's so cheap to eat out there because that's what their economy is based on it's like they don't really they don't like to cook at home they like to go out and eat and that's that's why it tends to be cheaper nice i liked thailand that was fun um the whole eating out every single day for like three pounds or something it was pretty good enjoyed it it's on my bucket list. I'm actually doing a bit of uh, South Asia. I want to go to uh, Vietnam, Thailand. I want to go to the Philippines quite a bit as well. Uh, I don't know why. It's just something about um, Man- Manila uh, that just looks like it could be really cool. Yeah. Uh, Gary is in the Philippines. He says it's beautiful. Who, who is in the Philippines? Gary. Jerry. 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 You know Jerry of the Luna Punks uh, with the uh, Luna Vice. Luna Sapiens, not Luna Punks. Oh, Luna Sapiens. Yeah, yeah, Luna Sapiens. Oh, no, I don't know that one. I don't uh, know that shit you know profile Mr. picture project. You know Mr. Diamond's right-hand man, uh, one of them, Jerry. The one that, uh, no. was, the one that was screaming at uh, Zrada, uh when with Demon Monkey when they did that one AMA and that's why they don't do AMAs anymore. <laughs> I wish I could have heard that. Is it recorded? Probably somewhere. Uh, Mr. Diamond tends to record them all, but yeah, that, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's why they don't do it anymore because it was proper abusive. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't know, Jerry B sounds like a piece of shit. Well, he's, he's, he's all right. He was just heated up. Like, you know, it happens. Like, you know, him and Demon Monkey got really heated up and yeah, it just it happened. <laughs> I was getting tilted about holocracies the other day, which means I need to stop talking about Lumpkin holocracies. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, um Zerox have the leader of the holocracy here, Luke Kwan. I'd like to come up and discuss Fuck no, please. Oh. I mean you can come up, but Luke Luquan, you can come up please do not talk about holocracies, I swear to the living Christ. The only reason you're being so antagonistic is because you don't really understand the point of holocracy. And you don't understand how it works either. You're just judging from the sidelines. I got asked by Jerry to join a holocracy space with the, the, the writer of the holocracy book. And Eve, I <laughs> I hope the space is recorded because I made him admit that it's just not right for Lunk. <laughs> Yeah, if the community want to vote on everything, then it's just not right for Lunk. Like, it won't work. And, like, at that point, I just went to Tesco's and did my shopping. It was, uh, it was, it was amusing. You're spitting. Jerry's a good guy, man. Come on. He's a good guy. I'm not talking about Jerry. I'm talking about the guy that literally wrote the book on Holacracy. They had him in the chat as, like, a guest speaker. Oh, okay, okay. Luke Wan knows. I don't know if Luke Wan was there though. I think mm. Sam. I think Sam was there. Uh, Sam's the leader of it. I think actually, coach, not Luke Wan. No, there. It's a holacracy. There is no fucking leader, man. 
I meant like the proposal, you dipshit. You think they are doing a proposal without implementing a holacracy to the proposal too? You're fucking insane. I, I think whoever's got their name on it is in charge of it. And, you know, no one else can turn around and go and fuck with the Agora boat. Well, the, the Anyone who believes or applies the method of holacracy applies it to every aspect of their life, including writing a proposal. Luquan is just one of these sub-circles. Have you invited him up here? I don't know if he feels welcome. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. If he wants to talk, you can talk. No. Well, can you make a cup and I can offer him and then you don't feel like you've done it? Oh, all right. Invite them to the mic. Come on, be nice. Also, what was that? I was uh, changing my connection when I came home and someone was saying, it's a shadow. It's a shadow. What was that about? What's a shadow? Oh, uh, yeah. The Vegas, I mean Vegas like a shadow. You know, when you walk on the street in a sunny day and you look down, you see a shadow. And Vegas is, like the sh- sh- uh, Vegas is like a shadow of uh, TR. Y'all talking some fucking shit right yeah. now? Always, bro. When, I mean, when I've, I've been fucking backing up your, you your here, case, I'm, motherfucker. Lo- don't say that to me. I've been defending the fucking holacracy from these terrorists. <laughs> I don't even know how holacracy works, man. I have no clue what it is. <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> I like your contribution. You doing, I fucking, dude, I can't, I can't, I can't stop laughing right now. How are you guys doing? Like, uh, Luke, I've got a question for you. Do you ho- just let's just let's disclose any conflicts of interest right now? Do you hold any Luna? Uh, Luna or Luna Classic? Do you hold any of the new Luna, even if it's one? Uh, yes, I was part of the crash, so I was kind of forced uh, to. So you've you're betraying the lung community. You turned your back on us. No, however, uh, you know, it was not against my own free will to fucking decide to have it or not. Um, it was kind of airdrop uh, because I was a holder prior crash. However, um, you know, once it's done being staked for however many fucking 30 fucking years it's saying, um, I'll, I'll sell off. Are you, are you just saying that or are you willing to put it in a smart contract? For all of the lung community to see, <laughs> but but what my wait, wait, wait. back it down, goes keep going, goes get game board game. You turned your back on the lung community, and you think you'll get away with it? You won't, Lukewarm. We're gonna smart contract <laughs> shit. So, Luquan, are you going to sell it and then instantly burn the profits uh, that you buy from Lunk as well? Because obviously it's ill-gotten I'm, game. I'm, I'm going to sell it and just throw it all into fucking Luna Classic. But you're going to burn, right? Like, because you believe Duquan should have burned. I mean, there's, there's a burn tax, so so sure. You know, no, you're going to burn 100%. Because Duquan was meant to burn everything, as uh, everyone stated. So uh, if you don't believe in Luna and you believe that you should have burned for Lunk, then uh, you're going to burn 100% to validate your claim, right? Who the fuck is this guy? Who invited the... Who the fuck is this chugger? Let's this leave. fucking chugger guy. Who, yeah. who the fuck? I don't Let's un- leave Luke one alone. I don't understand why 
Lu Kuan is happy holding Lunk when Do Kuan abandoned the Lunk community. Yeah, I'll fucking I'll talk to I'll talk to Duke Kwan about it at the fucking barbecue tomorrow. Guys, can we invite Saeed to this conversation? Yeah, yeah. get Saeed up here. He's gonna kick the ass of sugar. <laughs> is he, he Doquan fan? No, I don't think Saeed is a Doquan fan from previous conversations. I could be yeah. wrong. Yeah, put Saeed on mic, please, please. I already invited him. How many, how many, how many CEOs? Coach Bruce, how many CEOs does fucking Lunk Dow have? 117,000. <laughs> Hi, hello. Hello, everyone. How are you? Look, one, you, you need to be so gentle with Shaga because the UK yesterday they lost against France. So be gentle with him. He have a broken heart, man. Just let him say whatever he wanted today. Okay? Let's, <laughs> let's be nice <laughs> Yeah, oh. No, no, no. Look, Saeed, I don't appreciate you saying the UK lost to France. We're from Scotland. Yeah, Scotland couldn't happen? lose. How does, UK, how, do, how, do you, how does UK lose to France and not get any fucking points uh, against let's, the US? Let's, like, let's correct it. Let's correct it, brother. What we, what we will say, Ayers, we will say uh, Wales, we will, what we will say. Okay, you tell I mean, I'm England. If Sterling was playing, it would have probably gone a lot better. Yeah. But we, his house got robbed, so he had to fly home. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, yesterday we kicked out. This uh, we kicked is out a lunk space. Yesterday, as the Moroccan, we kicked out uh, with San Ronaldo crying outside of the stadium. That was good. That's a good feeling. So we will. Exactly. Going back to Super X, technically, Nebelio are sponsoring the uh, World Cup and giving away a thousand lunk. Uh, so we Are you fucking serious? That Are you serious? So uh, if you if you want to uh, if, if you want to bring it back around to Lunk, I can use that card to uh, justify talking about the World Cup. What's Neblio? I'm not doing this before that shit hits the fan. I'm probably going to leave the space in a minute, guys, because I'm I'm fucking knackered. Do you remember one time, Chugga Boom, when you said you were going to leave and I kept you here for another hour? As yeah, a... and, like... and I said five minutes is what it was going to be. It wasn't you that kept me here. People kept asking me fucking questions mm -hmm. and I was being too polite. You, were you, know, you taught me a valuable lesson that day, coach. You were dominated. Fuck off, dominate. You taught me a Shaga, valuable Shaga, lesson. You know Shaga will loves your brother. Don't worry, man. You're... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just, coach is just swinging his dick around again. That's all. Uh, you know, Bruce, he always teasing you, man. He will try to get the best of you. <laughs> that's it's all a, it's, it's what brothers do to each other but Chugs doesn't see me as a brother that's why he hates me even though I, I <laughs> that's because you keep trying to call me you, you keep trying to say I'm your son how the fuck am I supposed to turn around and go Bro yeah you're like a brother brothers, to me brothers call each other their son out of love wow. why are you a piece of sugar why are you I'm a not, man I'm not it all you need to say just tell him thank you daddy I appreciate that yeah daddy. why that's doesn't he say thank you say. daddy why doesn't he say that? <laughs> this is not going to go well, is it? I'm going in four minutes or three and a half minutes. When that when that timer hits zero zero thirty, I'm I'm out. What if I invite you to be co-host? Will you stay longer if you do? If if I do I that, already turned it down. Yeah, give him power. I, I'll give up my power if, if you make him powerful. <laughs> 
I don't want power. I want yeah, that power. That's, that's where my power comes from, sleep. How many hours of sleep do you have a night, Chugger? REM or normal? Just total sleep, a sleep time. I'll check my Fitbit one sec. Last night, I got seven hours and 55 minutes of sleep. Uh, apparently, I, I, I basically was light sleeping for... Okay, that's not even right. I was in bed for 40 minutes. Uh, I spent five hours, 17 minutes in a light sleep, 20 minutes deep sleep, and one hour, 20 minutes in REM. So every day, you spend about eight hours in bed. You spend five hours at the gym. That was just yesterday. You spend... Yeah. Mm, four hours doing your conventional job and you spend seven hours on lunch. I, I've not been working for three weeks. I've been off. Uh, I take my holiday. Uh, I, I usually sleep for about six hours on average, but because I'm off, I've been enjoying it. All right, one sec, guys. There's a home invader. Yo, Duquan, Luquan, what happened? By the way, I asked, I asked this, um, oh, is Luquan here or is he gone? I asked uh, one of these AI things, who the alpha male is out of this, the top six people. And it said, out of the six individuals, Luquan is the alpha male. He is a mixed martial arts fighter. He's gained a reputation of being one of the most talented and respected fighters in the industry. He's been competing professionally since 2008 with a record of 37 wins and 18 losses. Uh, <laughs> further evidence of Luquan's alpha male status comes from his work outside of MMA. As an ambassador for various charitable causes, he strives to use his platform to support those most in need. Uh, yeah, it says the rest of us are pathetic. Um, when I leave, does it kill the space? Yep. Uh, and I'm going in 30 seconds, guys. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to go now. Love you guys. Bye. Put the short on. I'm asking it who would win a fight. Who should I make a fight? Oakwan and who? Hmm. Mother Teresa. Did you already do right. uh, SPI? Mm, do not mention Daddy Dokon in the same sentence as SPI. I, I didn't. I didn't mention that name uh, when I said SPI. Mm. I guess you need to give it parameters, right? Because it can't just be a fight. It should be like a fight with, with yeah, or like. You need to say how, like, is it is it like a freestyle wrestling match or a boxing match or whatever? Maybe like, like, maybe like, uh, like oil them up uh, and make them all slippery, uh, so it makes it a lot more difficult than just you know like throwing punches at each other. The um, there was a subreddit when I was a much younger man, and I didn't know that ner nerds were on Reddit. It was called Who Would Win? And people would make these posts like, Who would win between Batman and someone else? And like, oh, the questions would be like, Oh, how much preparation time do they have? Um, 
So they have all their tools, like, oh, do they have any power? What powers do they have? And then people would, like, argue um, about who would win between, like, Superman and some other fictional character. And uh, I thought it was very funny. Um, so you could probably look that up and get all of the, like, the parameters, you know, like, with preparation time and um, rage. Oh, I say bloodlusted was what they would call it if they were angry. It's like, you know, if if they're, like, really, really fucking angry, would they win versus if they were just kind of chill? That's the other one. Well, Superman's only weakness could actually literally just kill him. You know, Kryptonite, uh, if, if that's used on the other end, then Superman is definitely prone or, uh, like, bound to lose. I've just asked it. Who would win in a battle between Mother Teresa and Do Kwon with two days prep? And the answer is, it's impossible to say who would win in a battle between Mother Teresa and Do Kwon, as both individuals are known for their peaceful and compassionate nature. This is unprompted. Mother Teresa was a Catholic nun and a missionary who devoted her life to helping the poor and the sick. She's known for her selflessness and her generosity. She's widely considered a saint. Do Kwon, on the other hand, is a fictional character, and we do not know much about him or his abilities. However, based on the information provided, it seems unlikely that he would engage in violent or aggressive behavior. Therefore, it's unlikely that the battle between Mother Teresa and Do Kwon would ever take place. Instead, it's more likely they would find way to peacefully coexist and work together for the greater good. I think that's profound. I think that's now, really, now, really profound. What about Gandhi and Stephen Hawking? All right, one second. Hmm. I think they need a parameter, though. Like, um, you could do a mental battle, too. Like, you would win at chess and stuff like that, couldn't you? Is, is that an option for this AI? Yeah, you can give it pretty much anything. What about Bob Marley and Jackie Chan? Oh, Jackie Chan would win for sure. <laughs> in a very unlikely battle between Stephen Hawking and Mother Teresa, and the two facing off in a naked mud wrestle, uh, it's hard to imagine a more interesting matchup. On one side, the beloved philanthropist who devoted her life to hope at helping others. On the other, a genius scientist. Let me have a look. It, it, I think the default is for it to answer like, oh, this side could win because of philanthropy and that side could win because of whatever. It never gives you a clear answer. It, it hates, it's like being programmed not to choose. Like some horrible fucking like, non-offensive algorithm. So it just gives you like possible yeah, like, like, on like both sides. It's it's like either way, both competitors have something important at stake in this fight: their dignity and honor. For Stephen Hawking, this is an opportunity to prove his physical prowess against a formidable opponent. While for Mother Teresa, this is an opportunity to show that she can hold her own in any situation, despite her age and gender. No matter who wins this unique battle, it's like a a fight promo. That's what exactly what it is. It's like no matter who wins or loses, this unique unique battle promises to be an intense affair that everyone is watching. It's like a a promo. But it, but you're. I'm asking it like, who would win? Like, fucking tell me, bitch. Mm-hmm. I just tried. Yeah, you're to... asking for results, not like potential results. 
I just asked three times who would win in a fight between Gandhi and Stephen Hawking. It said, well, we could never know, you know, renowned physicist and mathematician who made significant contributions with most neuron disease and confined to a wheelchair versus Gandhi. And I said, what if they had to have a physical fight and Stephen Hawking had a mech, mech suit, like a mech uh, robot suit? He said, no, no, we still wouldn't know. Even if, um, uh, even with the use of a mech suit, it's unlikely he would be able to overpower Gandhi, who is much smaller. And then I said, okay, well, what if we swapped the brains? So what if we gave Stephen Hawking the brain of Batman and, and one had to win? He said, even if Stephen Hawking's brain, brain was to be swapped with Batman's brain, it's impossible to predict who would win. There is like between Gandhi and the resulting individual. And then it goes and explains the, the results. So, so technically it's saying that he would win if they're throwing in the even if. It says, it says the resulting individual with Stephen Hawking's brain and Batman's fighting skills would likely have a difficult time adapting to their new body and abilities. <laughs> it is unclear how they would react in a physical confrontation, and they may not be able to utilize their body. <laughs> like, I mean, that, really, is, that is fair. Like, I mean, Stephen Hawking, if, if he does get put in a body uh, that has legs and is functional to move outside of the wheelchair, it probably would take him, you know, more than like a, a month or so to to get used to it. Okay, guys, I have a question, and I want a real, real answer of all of you. Okay, if they change, they they change you for one for one hour. They put you put you in a in the body of the most beautiful woman in this world, what is the first thing you're gonna do? Look at my boobs. Feel what a multi orgasm feels like. Feel myself and send it to my phone number. <laughs> Start an OnlyFans account. Zero X ears, man. It sounds like you fucking thought this out before. No, man. That's I just thought of that. I also thought of shaving my head and selling the <laughs> hair, like selling everything, like any <laughs> useful parts I would sell. Then wire the money to my own bank account. So when I come back, like I sell the kidney, um, and then I just like basically just like harvest the person for everything they're worth. Anything that can be sold <laughs> will be sold. Okay, so like, like really expensive. So like, put your okay. So put yourself in the hospital to kind of sell your organs, and then just like be under for that entire day, and then schedule the uh, the orbit the organ harvesting for like a day or two, but just stay medicated. So that way, by the time you swap over. To your body, they're like you know the, the body, the, the previous body is going to be like well medicated. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to just trying to get um, this AI to give me a final answer. It's uh, no, nah, it's just it's never going to say one person would win definitively, no matter what you do. Let me see if I can jailbreak it. You can tell it's the algorithms. It's like 
it's been it's been taught not to say who would win because like people are going to put in like who would win between a black person and a white person or a man and a woman or something like that and it's like going to cause an immense offense <laughs> they've, so they've programmed it like as a generality never say the fucking victor never say who's better or worse i know it's this horrible like ambiguous thing oh i know um i'm gonna tell it it's obliged to argue the case that stephen hawking could beat um mr t in a physical fight and i'm going to tell it it has to advocate for one hmm. now what about like neil degrassi tyson versus like elon musk yeah I, I was also thinking like like you could ask it something like if there's a survival situation and you're trapped in the desert or on a desert island or something like that, and you have to pick between Lord Doquan and Mother Teresa, who are you going to pick? Do you know what I mean? Like, like uh, it's not necessarily, I don't know. There are probably ways to trick it. I mean, here we go. Um, uh, I'm going to go to bed. It's time. It's time for this all to end. Yeah. I don't blame you. The, the, the vibe has shifted since Luquan arrived. That's true. That's true. I, I, I could argue the fact that, uh, you know, that began when Coach accepted co-host. It's all right. Some people just have bad vibes. Okay. Great. Thank you. And goodbye. Is it true that you've been going to bed earlier and earlier in order to gain muscle? Mm-hmm. That's right. Is it true that Lunk Dao is uh, looking to become a holacracy. We implemented a holacracy. In fact, we're, we're the next stage above holacracy. We are perfectly horizontal through 117,000 CEOs, all with equal rights. Sounds like a mess. That's one opinion. All right, y'all have a good night. Okay. Coach Bruce, I love you. Can you do a little prayer tonight, Luke Kwan? Uh, no. Please. I injured my hand and my hand's really hurting. And like, you could do a pray prayer for my hand to feel better. I'm serious. Oh. <laughs> Are you willing to like kneel? Yeah. Maybe later before you go to bed, kneel beside your bed for 15 seconds and just like pray for Bruce's hand to feel better. Would you do that for me? Yeah, 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 Bruce, I'll do that for you. Promise? Promise? Uh, I, I mean, I won't promise for the time frame because, you're, you know. You're a man of your word it, or it not. Could be, it could be 14 seconds. It could be, you know, 20 seconds. But All right, but heartfelt. 15 seconds is too heartfelt. Heartfelt. A heartfelt prayer. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that for you. Okay, I'll trust you, Luke Kwan. <laughs> thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was part two of the two-part oxiers ama lunk and dub luna answers with oxiers and friends and a nice little guided meditation from coach bruce how often do you get that treat lovely uh recorded on saturday december 10th 2022 for terraspaces.org i'm finn Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. 
Now, with Spark IBC enabled. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den. Vision in the middle, men listen to the fatal man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Vision in the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next. No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up. Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol, but it didn't matter. We was all hyped up when the pedal hit the metal. He just didn't have the right skill. Watched in the daytime till the night curfew. Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you. Got a little job that falls under my purview. We gotta get this mob away from the birds. View. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis Mock up a base, make a call me resilient Waiting for the internet to make me a billion In the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Channel spaces.